Hello, and welcome to another episode of From the Beginning, here on Have a Word Thinking. Today, we're continuing on in Genesis chapter 46, Jacob going down to Egypt. So we'll start with verse 1. So Israel set out with all that was his, and when he reached Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God spoke to Israel in a vision at night and said, Jacob, Jacob, here I am, he replied. I am God, the God of your father, he said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. And Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. Then Jacob left Beersheba, and Israel's sons took their father, Jacob, and their children and their wives in the carts that Pharaoh had sent to transport him. So Jacob and all his offspring went to Egypt, taking with them their livestock and the possessions they had acquired in Canaan. Jacob brought with him to Egypt his sons and grandsons and his daughters and granddaughters, all his offspring. So let's stop there for a moment and look at this first section in this chapter. We see that Israel sets out, and he sets out to go to the land of Egypt, leaving behind the land that he was promised, that was promised to Abraham, and and that's going to be passed down to the Israelites. And this is what God says to him. He speaks to him in a vision at night and says, Here I am. I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. And Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. So we see several different things here. Number one, he's reminding him of who he is. There's a lot of times in our life where God just simply has to remind us who he is, that he is faithful, that he is going to take care of us, that he is God and that we are not. And sometimes we just need that calming presence in our life, the presence of God where he says, this is who I am. Remember who I am. Remember my promises to you. Remember that I am going to take care of you. I am all these different things. And we can find that in scripture when we need some encouragement, we can go to God and see that he is there. Just like he says, here I am. And then we see the next part of this. He says, don't be afraid to go down to Egypt for I will make you into a great nation there. This is an interesting part of the promise because God had promised to make Abraham and his descendants into a great nation. And he had promised them the land of Canaan. So calling them into Egypt seems like a deviation from that, but it was really part of God's plan. He is going to make a great nation out of another nation. He is going to raise up his people in the land of Egypt, and then he's going to call them back. As it says in the next verse, I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. So we see here God's promise that he is going to bring the Israelites back from Egypt. Now, it's going to take a long time, and they're going to go through some very difficult moments. They're going to become slaves, but God is not going to forget his people. He is going to remember them, and he's going to be faithful, and he's going to bring them out of Egypt. But this is all part of his plan. He is raising up a nation, and we're going to see that throughout the Old Testament, how he does that. And we see the beginnings of that here in this chapter. But he's continually promising to be with his people, just as he promises to be with each of us. He's promised never to leave us, never to forsake us. We just need to follow him and to be obedient, just like he was calling Jacob to be in this section. He's calling him to be obedient, to do what God has called him to do. We need to do the same thing in each and every one of our lives. Be obedient to the Lord. Go where he's called us, even if it seems like it's out of our comfort zone, or out of what we think was going to happen. I don't think Jacob probably expected at this stage in his life that he was going to move to a new nation. But God called him to do something different, and he obeyed. And we see that he leaves the land of Canaan and goes with all his family. They take all the family down in the possessions to Egypt. Then we move on to the next section. These are the names of the sons of Israel, Jacob and his descendants, who went to Egypt. Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, the sons of Reuben. Hanak, 
Kalu, Hezron, and Carmi, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shal, the son of a Canaanite woman, the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Judah, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, Zerah, but Ur and Onan had died in the land of Canaan, the sons of Perez, Hezron, and Hamuel, the sons of Issachar, Tola, Pua, Jashub, and Shimron, the sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elon, and Jagaliel. These were the sons Leah bore to Jacob and Paddan Aram, besides his daughter Dinah. These sons and daughters of his were thirty-three in all. The sons of Gad, Zephon, Haggai, Shuni, Esban, Eri, Arodi, and Areli. The sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Bariah. Their sister was Sarah. The sons of Bariah, Heber, and Melchiel, these were the children born to Jacob by Zilpah, whom Laban had given to his daughter Leah, sixteen in all. The sons of Jacob's wife Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin. In Egypt, Manasseh and Ephraim were born to Joseph by Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, priest of An. The sons of Benjamin, Bela, Becher, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Mupim, Hupim, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel who were born to Jacob, fourteen in all. The son of Dan, Hushim, the sons of Naphtali, Jaziel, Guni, Jezer, and Shillam. These were the sons born to Jacob by Bilhah, whom Laban had given to his daughter Rachel, seven in all. All those who went to Egypt with Jacob, those who were his direct descendants, not counting his sons' wives, numbered sixty-six persons. With the two sons who had been born to Joseph in Egypt, the members of Jacob's family which went to Egypt were seventy in all. Now Jacob sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to get directions to Goshen. When they arrived in the region of Goshen, Joseph had his chariot made ready and went to Goshen to meet his father Israel. As soon as Joseph appeared before him, he threw his arms around his father and wept for a long time. Israel said to Joseph, Now I am ready to die, since I have seen for myself that you are still alive. Then Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and speak to Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were living in the land of Canaan have come to me. The men are shepherds, they tend livestock, and they have brought along their flocks and herds and everything they own. When Pharaoh calls you in and asks, what is your occupation? You should answer, your servants have tended livestock from our boyhood on, just as our fathers did. Then you will be allowed to settle in the region of Goshen, for all shepherds are detestable to the Egyptians. So we see here the number of the descendants, and we get their great, really confusing pronunciations of their names, and we see that God was faithful to bring them down, and Israel, also known as Jacob, he gets to see his son Joseph, finally, before he dies, and he is very excited. He says, now I am ready to die, since I have seen for myself that you are still alive. Once again, we get another embrace. Last chapter, we had Joseph revealing himself to his brothers, and a great family moment there. Here we get another great family moment. Joseph, who has longed to see his father for many years, his father, who's longed to see Joseph for many years, they get to finally embrace one another. And Joseph is making preparations for them to not just live in the land of Egypt, but to live in the best part of Egypt. So he's prepared a, a, a speech, a statement that he's going to say to Pharaoh, and he tells his brothers and father what they should say so that, e so that the best part of Egypt will be given to them, that Pharaoh will give them the land of Goshen because the shepherds are detestable to the Egyptians. So we see that God is, is continuing to work here. And he's not just going to give the Israelites a, a portion of the land of Egypt. He's going to give them the best portion of Egypt. And he is going to raise up for himself the people of Israel. And we're going to see how he does that in the coming chapters. But here we get this great embracing moment here, and we get to see that God is faithful, just as he was in the very beginning of this chapter when he tells Jacob that he can go down to Egypt, that he can 
trust them because God is going to bring them back up. We see that God is faithful to take them down there safely. And there's a a whole bunch of them. But we see that this family uh, starts out with, it says, 70 in all here is going to become a great nation in just a few hundred years here. And God is going to do some amazing, incredible things. He's going to use Egypt. He's going to use the people, the place of Egypt, to prepare his people for what he is going to call them to do. He's going to call them out of Egypt, but he's got to teach them some lessons first. He has to raise them up. He's got to increase and multiply them. He's going to carry out the promise that he made to Abraham, then to Isaac, now to Jacob. And we're going to see how that continues on down the line. And we have this whole progression. Uh, but it started with, in this chapter, the Israelites being faithful and obedient. It started with Jacob being obedient to go where God has called him to go. And so that really should be the challenge this week for each and every one of us. Are we willing to go where God has called us to go? And are we willing to to submit to God's will, to realize that there is a plan, that God has a plan for our life? We just need to trust him and be faithful and be obedient to him and to his word. Well, I hope you've been encouraged by this this week and that you'll join us next time as we continue on in the last few chapters here on From the Beginning on Heavenward Thinking.